friends. Welcome to another episode of the Long Distance Friends Podcast. My name is Liv. Thank you for being here. Love you. Just going to start by saying that because I do. Thoughts. Currently, none. I just braved Kentucky's first Publix. It's not the first time I've been there. I have Stockholm Syndrome for Publix, truly. And so I love it. It has caused me deep, deep uh, childhood pain, but I I still adore the Publix brand and I am probably going to go more often. I love this Publix in Kentucky. It has a cafe. They have beer on tap, craft beer on tap. They have wine. They have acai bowls. They have a full cafe, like coffee. And that's just one counter. So I stopped there first. I got a cappuccino. It was delicious. They had the most syrups I've ever seen. And I got too nervous and I didn't ask for one because like I didn't think to. But next time I definitely will be. Um, they also have craft sodas at that spot. So that was fun. And then they have like a pizza bar. They have a chicken wing bar. They have a soup bar. They have a salad bar. They have a sushi counter that has a bunch of different sushis. And it has bowls that you can make they have like a hot deli bar they have a cold deli bar they have the sandwich bar they have like they have all these different counters and I was like this is fabulous I got a slice of pizza and I got a chicken tender sub and there is an art to ordering a pub sub okay there's an art to ordering the correct chicken tender sub from Publix and I have been called high maintenance for this before but guess what it's the best way okay so what you're going to do is you're going to get your bread of choice. Personally, I like whole wheat bread. I like the brown bread. You're going to ask for white American cheese. Or if you have a different cheese preference, that's on you. I prefer white American. You are going to ask them to put the cheese on the bread first and then toast the bread and cheese before they put the meat on it. And that was a gross noise that I just made with my mouth. And I'm sorry about that. But so we ask them, hi, can I please have chicken tender sub? First, can you toast the cheese on the bread? And then you're going to want your chicken tenders tossed, okay, tossed in ranch and buffalo sauce. And then when they put it all together, you're going to ask for a little bit of banana peppers because they add a nice little like juicy crunch. My mouth is, I am salivating thinking about it, okay? It is the best thing that you can eat. It's delicious. That's the right way to do it in my most humble opinion because the cheese kind of helps protect the bread from getting too soggy and then it just like holds it together really nicely but like it is going to be the sloppiest meal you'll ever meet. Um, I ate it and just whole face was just smothered in buffalo sauce and it was so worth it. So, so, so worth it. Um, So I recorded an episode last week that I did not put out because I just was not happy with it. Like it wasn't to the quality that I would have liked. So here we are. I also just kind of needed a break. Like I am going to be so honest. I've had full breakdowns the past couple weeks. I've just, I've had like full ass breakdowns and it's been really tough because like I, I know that I have valid reasons why. And I know that honestly, there's every, every reason is valid, but I've had a lot of stressors going on in my life right now and it's it's caught up with me. You know, I've spent the past pretty much year acknowledging that I have these like ongoing big stress points, but being in a place where I'm like, 
I don't have the time to like stop and deal with this. So I'm just going to keep moving. I'm just going to keep going and like it'll deal with itself and it'll move on, whatever. And it caught up to me and I really collapsed and I really, really burnt myself out. And that's really frustrating and it's really tough, but like that's how it is. And so today we're going to go over quite a few of my little prompts. But before that, I'm going to read this list that I had made. Um, I made a list for last week's episode and read it, went through some of it, and I'm going to go through it again because I didn't release it. The first one that I had, it was like an I was laying in bed by myself thought. And I live in an area where like rock climbing is super, super prevalent. And I I have a sibling that rock climbs, but I didn't think that rock climbing was like as big of an adult sport as it is. Like a lot of people that I know are rock climbers and like that's their hobby and they're really passionate about it. And I was like talking to one of them and I was like, when did you start rock climbing? And he was like, oh, I don't know, like a couple of years ago, but like I just like it always seemed like fun and like I always kind of enjoyed rock climbing. And I was like, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by like I always enjoyed rock climbing because like at 10 years old, you weren't scaling mountains. And I stopped and I was like, this might sound kind of fucked up, but like it's a lot of millennials. Okay. A lot of millennials love rock climbing. And I'm curious if all of these millennials love rock climbing because of how much time we spent at the YMCA. I wouldn't call myself a millennial because I'm in between millennial and Gen Z, but like I went to my fair share of YMCA birthday parties and YMCA after school programs to know that the best part was getting on the rock climbing wall. And now we have all these adults that are trying to rock climb to make the happy happen in their head. And I think it's because of the YMCA. Big rock climbing is sponsored by Childhood YMCA. So there's that thought. I'm sorry. I just ate a chicken tender sub. So like I'm so full I can barely breathe. That's so nasty. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, So I've been watching the TV show Girls. I'm sorry if I sound really breathy. Uh, that's what I was trying to say. So I'm watching the TV show Girls. And I am almost on the last season. Oh, my God. Okay. So the first three seasons... They're 24, which is like so satisfying for myself to like watch a show about people that are in the same period of life that I'm in and not have it be like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of more realistic. Like it is, but it isn't because like I'm not being supported by my family with like a big dream to be a writer in New York City. Like I'm a not, it's, it's hard for me to find media that feels like it relates to me, but I still enjoy watching it. And watching girls is so eye-opening and so kind of like funny to me because I'm like watching these experiences happen that I'm like, oh, that's happened to me where like one of the characters in season one is seeing a guy where she's like, yeah, we don't really talk. Like we're just sleeping with each other and like I really like him, but like we don't really talk and like he doesn't really like me and he like honestly wouldn't care if I lived or died, but like it's Fine. He uses me for my body. So like I'm in love with him. And all of her friends are like, he's the worst. He's literally the fucking worst. He doesn't shower. None of us have met him. Like leave. And I mean, development, arc, whatever. They work out. Good for them. Love Adam Driver. I did find out that was Adam Driver's first job. And it it absolutely makes me cackle. Um, I do have some questions that weren't answered. So to the creator of Girls, Lena Dunham, 
I have questions for you. Okay. I have questions. How come we never went back to the fact that Adam's character, also named Adam, interestingly enough. Um, so Adam is it, like in season one, we find out that he's like super into like this like kind of degradation. And when I say that, I mean like Hannah Lena Dunham's character is like standing in a doorway and basically walks in on him jerking it. And she's like, oh my God. And he was like, did this disgust you? And she was like, what? And he was like, do I like, do I disgust you as a human being? And she was like, uh, yeah. And he was like, get like, go with it. And so she's like, you are filthy. You're disgusting. You're an asshole. You're a horrible person. I'm going to take a hundred dollars out of here. And I'm going to take my, an, an extra 20 because I deserve a snack too. And then he busts. Right. And I was like, um, we don't see this again. Like, we don't see that type of interaction ever again. And we don't unpack the, like, hey, why is that? I'm just curious. Because then at the end of the season or, like, the beginning of the next season, we find out that he's in recovery, right? And so, like, for me, I was like, are, are we ever going to unpack the relationship between, like, him being a recovering alcoholic and this, like, kink, basically, and we never do. And I'm I'm like, I is it related? Because in my head, that's related. And it's not fully explained by the storyline. But okay. But if that doesn't already have you like, oh, wow, that is wild. The whole show is just like your jaw is on the floor. Because it's like, like the, the things that are like happening at, you know, their age of whatever of like friendship struggles and relationship like dynamics and stuff like that. You're like, oh, God, I've lived that. I've felt that. Like, I can relate to that. And so it's like I'm cringing, but also I'm really enjoying it. And I'm kind of feeling like, yeah, I've done that. But then scenes will happen where you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I really like it. I really enjoy it. I think it's great. I'd recommend it to anybody. So if you're looking for a new show to watch, I highly recommend Girls. What's next on my list? Oh, my God. So I started this Glennon Doyle book called Untamed. And I will not be finishing it because it is like, it's basically a collection of paragraphs of short stories that she's written about how, you know, she came to terms with the fact that like women in this world are tamed and are trained and are not as connected with ourselves as we think because we learn how to exist based off of what society tells us. And it fully contributed to some of my spiraling and she had a couple quotes that I was like these are great quotes but like they did kind of fuck me up one of them was we forgot how to know when we learned how to please we lose ourselves when we learn how to please others and I was like oh I feel that because like as someone who I don't want to say was a people pleaser but like was a people pleaser and still had to you know really work through that like, yeah, so much of my identity revolved around what would keep the peace, what would make people happy, what would be safest. And so, well, how do I know who I am if everything that I have built a foundation on isn't authentic to me, but is based off of what is going to please someone else? And so we do lose authenticity when we're trying to create a version of ourselves for others. And it's also kind of harmful to ourselves and the other person because it's not real. You know, you're building a foundation based off of a false existence and it's going to crumble. It's not going to last. So that kind of, that kind of sent me on a spiral. And 
two more things on my list, guys. We're almost there. Liking something with everything you have versus liking it and hiding how much. Um, I think there's a freedom in having this unrestrained pleasure when something brings you joy. And unfortunately, I feel like any time that you like really dive into like, I really love this thing, it becomes weird. And I don't know if it's just like, I just don't know how to like things a normal amount. Like if I like something, I'm obsessed with it. And I will always have a small obsession with it. But I go through this phase of like, big, huge explosion of obsession. And then it like ripples out and whatever. And I just like gather new things. But I have some that are like, long-standing and like very prominent that I just like they're my special interests you know I do probably need to talk to my doctor about the thinker so I am neurodivergent if you couldn't tell by everything about me um so I don't know how to do things in a quote-unquote normal way um when I like things I like things really big And I've always felt like I had to make that smaller because I was afraid of being ridiculed because I saw people who loved things big and we make fun of them, you know, like let's look at horse girls, the people that like love horses, right? And there's a difference between like I love horses and like I want to be a horse, horse girls, right? But either way, we as a society have created a narrative that they are a quote other, right? Because they have something that they feel strong passion for that brings them fulfillment and joy that's kind of fucked up and then it's telling other people like hey don't be authentic with how much you like things but then it's okay if it's like oh it's gonna come down to misogyny isn't it it always fucking comes back to misogyny in the church always you know it's so cool if your obsession is like Catholicism it's so cool if it's football It's so cool if it's wrestling, but if it's Taylor Swift, cats, if it is books, if it is a book series, what, what are the, what are those things always associated with women, women, sports? Yeah. I'm a, I know every single detail about the history of this sports team and everybody on the current roster and all of their lore and background information. And that's not like a wild, crazy obsession. Okay. Um, so there's that. So I'm going to like start being, I just, I'm going to continue to live my life being less conscious of how others may perceive my passions, my desires, my pleasure in what I get pleasure in, you know, like I'm going to enjoy things. I'm going to eat my chicken tendy sub in the parking lot, like a gremlin, which I did. I sent the video to a buddy of mine and he was like, this is the funniest fucking video because you are like looking at other people like someone's going to steal it. I was like, dude, it's a big deal to have one of these. Okay. They're a hot commodity. The last thing is a new interest of mine that I've really started getting into and not like in a, I watch it way, but in like, I'm fascinated by the history of it and it's WWE, WWE fucking E. Okay, SmackDown, John Cena, The Rock, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. So I've been seeing the like TikTok clips of a documentary or a docu-series about the WWE and like the storylines that they have going on. And like this person is the boss and the boss's daughter, you know, getting married. And then the bad guy villain who like hates the boss is like interjecting the marriage and is like, I object because 
I already married her in private and she doesn't know. And then they fall in love and then they actually fell in love in real life. Like they were playing those characters when they fell in love in real life. Also, I love Gabby on TikTok who formerly was a WWE superstar and transitioned and now is training to be the first trans woman to re like the first trans person to re-enter the ring and i'm obsessed also i love gabby's content where she goes into grocery stores and is like i'm gonna actually read this label for you so like hey this is what's actually in this food um here's what it means she's a trainer so she talks a bit about like a lot of like exercise health stuff like that and i'm like so here for it but i've really gotten into it because i was like wwe is soap operas for boys like it's a soap opera and then they like like these wrestling matches and stuff like that like watching behind the scenes i'm like it's all fake this is a dance like this is so much performance value and it's incredible and i love it i'm like this is so fascinating like it's definitely an art form in the sense that it's so choreographed and thought out and the storylines and everything like that and i'm like it isn't presented that way to women it's just like oh, wrestling no, it's a soap opera where they pretend to wrestle. Like, they're, they aren't actually wrestling. They're pretending. It's amazing. And I have just been loving that, truly. So I thought today might be fun to pull one from each deck. We have emotion, life, mindfulness, stoicism, the idea space, which is our thinker, and zen. So starting off with emotion. I'm going to shuffle them up real quick. Hold on one second. So first part of the card, when something is important enough, you do it even if the odds are not in your favor. What is your dream? Oh, fuck. Um, one of my dreams is to go to Ireland. And the next steps for that, I need to like actually book a flight. I need to do research. I need to, honestly, the biggest thing is just I need to pick a day and commit to it back of the card quote we can never obtain peace in the outer world until we make peace with ourselves how can you be at peace within yourself um i can be a little bit nicer to myself um, a little bit more gracious to myself um sometimes i sometimes i forget that like i need to be nice to me um and i try so hard to be nice to other people but i expect the most from myself and I shouldn't do that. I need to let her just live, you know, and understand that like nothing is that serious. And sometimes the best that I can do is just making it to the next day. And that's okay. And that's also remarkable. Next card is life. If you're always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. Thank you. I was just talking about this, Maya Angelou. Okay, we are talking about the fact that, like, be fucking weird. Be weird. Life is too short to not be weird. Do the weird thing. Be cringy. Climb your mountain. Get over your mountain. Do the weird thing. People are going to respect you when you do the weird thing and you don't feel weird about it. It's only weird if you make it weird. Embrace your weirdness today. Do everything that makes you you. Thank you. I did. And the best news of all is that it is never too late to become the person you wanted to be. Cleo Wade. Thank you, Cleo Wade. Honestly, that is such a good quote. I want to talk about this for a second. Put my cards down. I know that I got caught up in this 
I'm 24 years old. I'm 24 years old and I constantly have this sense of like time is running out and I'm never going to get to complete all these things. I'm 24 years old. Literally, doesn't that make you want to throw up? Like, oh my God, get over yourself. Oh my God, shut the fuck up. Okay. Like, oh my God, what if I never get married? Bitch, you're 24. Breathe. Breathe. Okay. Just because the people that I see getting married that are my age are getting married. One, it doesn't mean it'll last. Two, it doesn't mean that that is what would be in the cart that's right for me. I've had the opportunity and it wasn't right. I've made the correct decision for me. Life doesn't end when you, you know, get your mid-20s. And I think part of that too, though, is like I didn't see my life going past 16. Like genuinely, I thought when I turned 16 that I was going to kill myself. And I tried and then I didn't. And so now here I am, you know, like – Okay, cool. So like I'm now just living every day going, I never, I I honestly, like I had this idea like oh, I'll turn 25 and I'll get married and I'll have kids and whatever. But like realistically, I never saw myself past high school ever. Like I was like, yeah, you just like, I feel like I'm going to probably die in high school. And then like if I don't die in high school, my mom died when she was 36. And so like, yeah. I have this idea that like, oh, I could just drop dead at any moment. So I have to make the most out of everything. I'm like, I don't, I can breathe. I can have time. It's fine. It's literally fine. Um, It is kind of weird though, to then also have a younger sibling who's on death's door right now and being like, oh yeah, like that was still like it, I could just like drop dead at any moment. But like if I die and I didn't get to do the things that I want to do of traveling and all that, like I'll be dead. So it won't matter. <laughs> like, I think that's something I really need to get through of like, does it really matter? Does it really matter? I'm not going to be in a history book. I'm not inspirational. You know, like I, I feel like I can't have a bad day unless I become inspiring after it. And like, sometimes you can just have a bad day and move on. Let, let life happen. Just let life happen and enjoy it as it goes. Enjoy the fact that you get to feel horribly depressed and also joyously happy. At least you get to feel something while you still can, you know? Because like, yeah, one day you won't feel it anymore. I don't know where I'll be. I know that I'll be somewhere else on another side. You know, maybe I'll reincarnate and come back and do all the things that I wanted to do. Maybe I've already done them in a different lifetime. And so it's just... Hey, let me, why don't I just focus on living this experience to like, just enjoy, you know? I don't know. I say that and then I'm like, go do. What would your best self be feeling right now? And what is preventing you from feeling this? Wow. That's fucking tough. I don't know. Um, I think that, I think my best self with what's been going on recently in, my sphere I think I would feel better if I had a different childhood but I can't change that and so I'm having to come to terms with the fact that you know everything that's already happened in my life is never going to change and I can't change it and I can only create beauty in what goes forward but that does mean that there are certain dynamics and certain identities that I do have that are always going to have a little bit of pain, you know? So like last night I was talking to myself while I was driving in the car and I was crying because I was like, 
you know, I have, we're most, we're multifaceted beings. I have so many identities. I have the identity of podcast host. I have the identity of child. I have the identity of parent. I have the identity of classmate and worker and all of these things. And, you know, wow, this identity of student is a very unique identity that was only experienced by people who were teachers to me. And I won't have those same experiences ever again. I mean, my third grade student self is frozen in her time. And that version of myself is forever living in the mind of that teacher, you know? And so it's odd, but then I look at, you know, the child identity of myself, which continues, you know, you always are continuing to be someone's child and having, you know, to look at it and see how different it is than people who are in healthier family units and having to really come to terms with the fact that like my, my experience in that identity will never change and is what it is. And that's kind of sad and that I will never get to fully be child. And that's tough. Uh, I really, I don't know what else to say about it, honestly, guys, but moving on past it, you know, and just saying like, okay, well, I want to make sure that then when I am a human parent, I create an environment where those children get to maintain their identity of child and I maintain their identity of parent, you know, and, and be a caretaker where it's appropriate. Mindfulness. Take great pleasures in simple actions. Enjoy the little things today. Bring a smile to your face with every coffee, friendly conversation, good meal, shower, etc. I actually did this today. I did I did a full body shower. I exfoliated with a sugar scrub that smells delicious. Shout out to Tree Hut. The sugar scrubs, del- delicious. Okay, beautiful, wonderful. The vitamin C one smells yummy. I washed my hair. I blue dry my hair. I straightened my hair. I did a full skincare. I put on mascara. I went to the store. I went shopping. I I had a gift card in my wallet and I was itching, itching to spend it. I drove to an area of town that felt luxurious to me and I went shopping there. I treated myself to a little Target run. I treated myself to a little Publix walk. I treated myself to a little chicken tendy sub. I talked to some people in line and like made jokes and smiled and just enjoyed my day, you know, in a way that I don't usually get to enjoy it. The little things are just as important as the big things. Amen. Small subconscious actions compound to make you the person you are. How could your life change? And if you become mindful How could your life change if you become mindful of these actions? Wow. I'm sorry, guys. My reading is not it right now. I know that my mental health is better when I put in a lot more thought into, you know, all of the little things in my life. You know, when I choose, when I choose for things to be good, they really are. You know, and I think we lose track of the fact that like we get to choose how our life is. You know, if you are miserable, it's because you're not choosing to be happy. And choosing to be happy is harder than choosing to be miserable. Because choosing to be miserable, easy. Easy to just, ugh, nothing's ever going to get better. You know, I can either choose the difficult path of joy, which is going to help me live longer and make me feel better, but is an active choice that has to be made. Or I can choose to active to not make that active choice and continue to have a hard life, but have it be like depressing hard. Like, You have to put work in. 
to like it's it's more work to be happy than it is to be miserable but you then have a much worse experience when you're miserable so I and I alone am responsible for everything I think and feel. This is stoicism. Choose how to feel today. Set an hourly reminder to check in with yourself. I think we've done this one before. We all have problems we can't solve by more thinking. Allow yourself to let go of whatever is stressing you. Invite sensations of peace and equanimity to fill your idea space. Your idea space is your brain, your consciousness, ladies and gentlemen. I'm allowing myself to let go of the desire that I have to be chosen by family. And when I say family, I mean relatives, kin, blood, because not all of them have really chosen me and has created this original wound um, that I'm currently really realizing, which is like a weird place to be. Um, and I do have some family members that have chosen me. Shout out to you guys. I know some of you listen. But having to kind of come to terms with the fact that like if you didn't choose me when I was eight years old, you're probably not going to choose me when I'm 24. You're probably not going to choose me when I'm 45. You're probably not going to choose me when I'm 30. So I'm going to choose me because I get to do that. I'm a really cool fucking person. I get to know me. And I get to like discover who I actually am. Like I get to develop who am I without pleasing other people? Who am I when the only person I'm pleasing is myself? Who am I authentically? Uh, the idea space. Uh, 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 uh. Science is the belief in the ignorance of experts. Challenge what's accepted. Bring forward an alternative that leads to a better world. Be less curious about people and more curious about ideas. What ideas do you find beautiful? I find the idea of the invisible strength theory beautiful. Um, I think about this all the time um, of like, I really hope that when I find the person that I get to spend the rest of my life with, that like we look back on it and that there is this invisible string of like, we were in the same place at the same time. We went on the same vacations. You're in the background of photos. Like I see them online. I'm like, that's so fascinating of like, you know, I love this idea that the person is always like around, you know, like you guys are constantly intertwining and evolving around each other because you're meant to find each other. You're meant to find your person. Okay. Like God, the universe, whatever higher power you believe in doesn't make you to be alone. You're made to be with others in love and be loved and to be seen and to be understood and to be desired right? And to have this person be in your vicinity until you're both ready. You know, like sometimes I sit there and I'm like, am I ready? And they're not ready. Like, Hey, maybe I need to just shout into the universe. Hey, other person, get your shit together. Okay. I'm ready. I'm waiting. And I can't come to you until you're ready. So like, get your shit together, motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Sorry guys. I have a cat begging for attention right now, which is so sweet. And I want to just smooch fuck out of you to lose but I am recording so can you wait like 10-15 minutes and then we can snuggle on the couch and we can smooch and we can eat dinner and we can have date night if you haven't seen there's a video of this little boy named Owen and his brother and his brother asks him what's your ideal date night and he starts talking and he's like so I when me and mom uh watch movies and are on the couch and the brother's like no no Owie um 
they're asking about like going on a date and he was like yeah when me and mom do date night and we make popcorn and then I get to snuggle with her and we watch a movie and mom and I have date night and we we spend time together and like oh holds my heart oh hello hi howdy to lose say hello to the friends I don't know if you can hear him purring but I have a chicken on my lap yeah. Okay. Well, hold on. We got to ask one more thing. We have Zen, a Zen card. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Let's, let's do this one. Cause it has a Bible verse on it. The truth shall set you free. John eight thirty two. today, uncomplicate your life and reduce stress. Be completely honest and truthful, especially to yourself. If anyone thinks that no, that one's insight exceeds the others, he or she has no eyes. That is woman huaiki, huaikai. Mindfully listen. How often do you craft a response before the other person completes their thought? Most of the time. Most of the time, but that's also because my, okay, so here's the thing. My brain moves really fast. So sometimes people are talking and my brain guesses what their response is going to be. And then I'm like, yes, let me connect and let me build connection here. But like, I'm I'm trying to be more honest with myself. I think I am usually very honest with myself, but being honest with myself in the sense that like, it's unrealistic for me to expect that every single day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be superwoman and I'm going to do everything on my checklist and everything's going to be perfect and dandy and my hair's going to be great and my lipstick is going to be perfect and not smudged. And I'm just going to be the princess of the castle. That's not realistic for me. I know that I've lived in this body and with this brain and, you know, with myself for two decades, you know, I know that's not me. I know that's not realistic. But yet every night when I go to bed, I lay in bed and I, oh, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then I wake up and I'm in freeze mode and I can't, I can't get up and I'm ugh, tired and I'm struggling. But, you know, I know that I would feel better if I did these things, but while I would feel better if I did them, I don't feel well enough to have the energy to do it, you know? Maybe I need to lay in bed and go tomorrow, I'm going to drink a cup of coffee and I'm going to have a little bit of protein. You know, when I wake up, I want to make sure that I drink some water because I know I can do that. That's what I should be fantasizing about. Also, I drink water like a fish. I've been drinking so much water, guys. Okay. Right. And then people at work, not at work. And then people, right. are like, Hey, you know, there's like a disease that like, if you're constantly super thirsty, like you might have something wrong with your brain. And I'm like, Great. And a thing to worry about. I also had someone tell me that I should probably go to the dermatologist because I am very white. I'm very pasty. Got some new moles coming up. Uh, one of my moles, sir, that wasn't a mole. That was a cat. Uh, one of my little spots on my, on my arms, um, fell off and started bleeding. And it is a spot that has existed on my arm for about 10 years. So got to go to the dermatologist. If you have any dermatologist facts, let me know. Also, I have said it once before, and I'm going to say it again. If you know how to do taxes, call me, beep me, hit me up. Okay. It's tax season. I'm just a girl. Okay. I'm just a girl standing in front of the internet, asking them to send me a tax professional who can help me file my taxes. I need to provide for these dear, sweet baby boys. Toulouse, that was such side eye. 
So yeah, hit me up. Hit me on my celly when you sneak in your mind um, and help me do my taxes. Okay. I bought a house this year, so they might be a little bit more complicated. So preferably a professional. All right. Um, is it a bad idea to, is it a bad idea to go on like hinge? I Okay. I live in an area where TaskRabbit isn't a thing. Is it a bad idea to go on hinge? I, I did remake a hinge and I set it to cities that I would like to visit. Cause like, why, why not go visit and then be like, let's grab dinner. Like, why not? The stakes are low, you know? Also, I just don't really vibe with the pickings here. And I've decided, and I've told you guys, I don't think I'm going to meet my person here. Okay. I think I'm going to meet them when I'm traveling. So I just like to like, look, I haven't actually like really talked to anybody or like really matched with them. People, people like me, I haven't actually gone through the people that like me yet. Cause it just feels really overwhelming. And I've got a lot on my plate, but it's a thought. And next week I'm traveling. So it'll be exciting. I'll have a fun story. I'm going to do a fun little vlog of my fun, super cool trip. Okay. Um, so stay tuned. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you didn't, that's tough. Maybe one day I'll get more into the dynamics of childhood trauma. But like, I think several people who listen to this already kind of have an idea of it. Not the new updates to it, but, you know, have an understanding of some of the events that have happened. And if that's something you're interested, let me know. And if you're like, bitch, keep that to yourself. Let me know. Okay. Uh, you can find me on TikTok at lived, laughed, loathed, froze the Instagram just because like, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't posting on it. I was so tired. And like, I don't know, Instagram is starting to feel like Facebook. I don't love that. It's not fun. But you can email us. Okay. So send me an email at longdfriendspod at gmail.com. That's L-O-N-G-D-F-R-I-E-N-D-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. Send me an email. Let me know what you want to hear. Okay. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Go follow me on TikTok. Okay. DM me. Tell me what you want. You can send me a DM. All right. We're going to go watch a movie now. Okay. Love you. Have a good week. Um, advice for you this week do the slightly unhinged thing, right? Um, if someone from your past reaches out to you and is like, maybe if I see you in person, don't respond. Um, if you've already given someone a chance, understand that giving them a second chance it's possible that they've changed but also highly unlikely that they've changed their core because we are who we are and be honest with yourself about who you are i love you hugs and kisses bye see you next week